Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Wonderful to have you in the podcast today. Thank you for being part of the uh, the scriptural nuggets that we're going through on a daily basis and encourage you to once again not uh, expect a podcast to be your devotional life, but make sure that the Word of God is the focus of your attention and hopefully I can come alongside and emphasize those things that I believe God would have us to, uh, to um, nourish our souls on as we go. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7 today, our verse for the day, actually probably two of them, Uh, Verse 7 and 8, the Bible says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Today I'm going to begin at least uh, this particular podcast and the next two podcasts. We're going to be looking at the writing of a man whose name was uh, J.R. Miller. I've actually used him before uh, quite a bit in making Facebook posts because uh, James Russell Miller was his name, was a man who has been influential in my own thinking and ministered to the needs of my soul on more than one occasion. And I've quoted him quite frequently because he is eminently quotable. He is a man who knew the Word of God. Uh, and as you can tell, and I'm speaking in the past tense, James Miller is no longer with us. He's gone on into eternity. But he was born uh, in Pennsylvania on the banks of the Big Traverse River. And uh, his biographer, John Ferris, writes that it was just a little stream by which he, uh, at, uh, he was born by in one of those beautiful valleys in Pennsylvania. And uh, he was the second of 10 children, uh, but his oldest sister died and he, was, he was the, uh, became the oldest in the family. But uh, in any case, uh, James Russell was, uh, Miller was a man who was greatly used of the Lord. Uh, he uh, went on to answer the call to the ministry. He was involved back in the YMCA back in the 1850s and 60s. Uh, in March 1863, James Miller uh, served as a, uh, the commissioner for uh, the YMCA at the time, and God just greatly used him. That's when the YMCA actually meant something. Most of you are familiar with the with the uh, letters, the Young Men's Christian Association. Back then it was, but now, of course, it's just become synonymous with any kind of fitness um, uh, place that people go and work out. But nonetheless, uh, James Russell was uh, Miller was influential in that and was greatly used of the Lord. He pastored uh, the First United Presbyterian Church of New Wilmington there in Pennsylvania, uh, and he pastored in a number of places within the Presbyterian Church Fellowship, and uh, God uh, just blessed his ministry and uh, uh, exponentially expanded it so that he wrote, I, I don't know exactly how many booklets and pamphlets and periodicals that he wrote, but there were just scores of them that he was, it was kind of the uh, podcast of his day. That's what he did. Well, one of his books that I have in my library that I cherish very much was actually highlighted to me a long time ago, uh, but somebody else noticed it recently and brought it again to my attention. It's called The Hidden Life, The Hidden Life by J.R. Miller. And in that particular book, which I cannot 
recommend to you strongly enough. If you can get it, I know you can get it on Amazon. You can get it in Kindle. But if you can get it, it's 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 so rich and and practical in your walk with the Lord that that it's just it's it's good. You need to get it. Well, uh, in one of the chapters in The Hidden Life by J.R. Miller, he actually addresses a topic of prayers that God will not answer. Those unanswerable unanswerable prayers uh, are what I want to focus on in the next couple podcasts as well as the one today. So having mentioned that, I want us to start off by realizing, and even Miller acknowledges this, that there are times... Uh, when it seems like God doesn't hear us. Have you ever felt that yourself? I know sometimes, of course, now the fault is usually always with myself uh, and not with God, but that is always uh, usually the issue. But there seems like times when God doesn't hear us. There are times when it seems like God um, has become deaf to our prayers and, and even somewhat unresponsive to our cries. There's times when you, uh, like those Bible verses I read from Matthew 7 a moment ago, when we, we seek and we knock, uh, but we don't find. We knock, but we don't find the door open. Why is it that God sometimes does not answer our prayers is the question that Miller poses. Uh, and there can be any number of reasons, I, I, and we're going to cover some of those. But I think before we even go into any reasons, we do need to consider uh, a few things before we get started. And that is, do you realize we really need to acknowledge that God often actually does answer our prayers? Poor, probably more often than we could comprehend. Um, though either in a way that you can't see or in a way that you don't accept. He sometimes answers invisibly or just very imperceptibly. Uh, he sometimes answers in a way that you just simply fail to see um, or don't even accept. Uh, then there's times when God gives us not exactly what we had pleaded for, but what uh, he, in his wisdom, has determined we actually need. By the way, that's the emphasis of that passage in Matthew chapter 7. God doesn't always give us what we ask for. Many times because of his wisdom and his power and his fatherly concern for us, he doesn't give us what he need. He gives us uh, what, what, what we want. He gives us what we need. And he determines that by his own wisdom. Either way, we ought to always take great care before we conclude that God has not answered my prayer. You know, we pray, Lord, to give us this day our daily bread, and we often forget that we get to eat usually three meals a day, uh, and He provides for those, even though we may not consciously be aware at that time that God has provided. And on top of that, we may even pray, Lord, give me good health, or, or give me clothing, or give me a roof over my head. Uh, and for the things we need, we're constantly asking for. And all of these things just seem to come to us without any break. God just uh, benevolently pours out His grace on us. But, but do we really remember that we prayed for them? Many times uh, we do not. But they are just as much God's answers to our requests as anything else. Uh, and the same is true of even the spiritual blessings that we experience in life. Uh, we ask, Lord, help me to be honoring to you. Help me to be holy. Help me to be righteous. And and then we we take a look at our life, perhaps at a 
at a special moment during a service or at an altar call and and we look at ourselves and we don't feel like we've advanced very far in our righteousness or our holiness. It seems like we've just kind of stood still, but all the while, imperceptibly, very slowly, maybe even unconsciously, we receive even more of the mind of Christ and we begin to take on his thoughts as we expose ourselves to the teaching of the word of God. And you are being changed into his image. That's usually a very subtle thing. Most life change does not come. Most spiritual advancement does not come overnight, but it comes through steady, plodding obedience day after day in the Lord. And God uses that to change our lives. Remember, I've said before, uh, the walk, the discipleship walk with Christ is not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's something that you have to to uh, uh, be purposeful about. So we, though, the, is this not the truth? We often expect uh, the answer to God from God to come with fireworks and a big uh, marked way. But it when it comes silently, uh, Russell, uh, J James Miller said, as the dew comes upon the drooping flowers and withering leaves, when the answers to, to our prayers come from God in that way, our soul is refreshed and our life is renewed. And so we put our cares into God's hands in prayer. And so sometimes they don't seem to be less. It seems like our cares don't seem to diminish. We think that there's been no answer to our pleading with God. But all the, all the while, I want to assure you that there is an unseen hand that's been quietly shaping. He's been adjusting. Uh, he's been disentangling you uh, from all of the complexities and the unknowns of your life, uh, which makes you so anxious and so worry-worn. Um, we're not conscious of it, but your prayers have been receiving continual answer in peace and blessing. And so we find ourselves in the midst of circumstances which appear uh, against us to our happiness and good, but we almost seem crushed by sorrows and disappointments by trials. And Lord, we, 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 we pray, Lord, uh, Please deliver me from these distressful things. My heart can't bear anymore. They seem to be so heavy. And it appears that no answer seems to come. And the shadow grows darker. And, and we sit in the darkness and we cry. Uh, and we say, God doesn't care. He did not answer my prayer. And all the while, you can be unaware of the blessing that really came to you in the time of your pain. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. God did not come in order to fix everything right then, but rather he came in order to uh, shape you and mold you into the child of God that you could be. We're very ignorant people. Uh, we can't see beyond our own noses. We really don't know how to pray as we ought to. Um, and often the thing that I pray for is just not what I needed. And although I think it is, the thing that we really need comes in the place of what we thought we needed. And so, uh, James Miller then is going to take some time. And I want to mention next time a third great field of praying in which answers come, but they come unrecognized. And I think this is important before we talk about unanswered prayers. So come to the next podcast and we're going to discuss this a little bit and we're going to get the mind of God on these issues. God bless you. Walk with Christ. Don't slack off on your prayers. 
trust that he's going to direct your steps and he will come in at the most appropriate time and overshadow you with great blessing. God bless you.